Today we're talking about why people can't stand the INFJ beating to their own drum. You've been an INFJ all your life, so that means you've experienced this from early childhood on. That when you do your own thing, and particularly as children, we have not learned what is socially acceptable, what people will like you for, what they won't. When we start living out our you know, true self and we express ourselves, probably way more than we do as adults, we see that people, and in that case, like other children most of the time, react, you know, aggravated. They react in a way that makes us feel like we're doing something wrong because it's not just this feeling of, oh, there's something weird with you. See, that's the thing. Most INFJs that I've talked to and I've experienced this myself as well, have always wondered why people don't just leave you alone. Like if they think there's something wrong with you and you're just different and weird, okay, why don't they just let you do this? It always comes down to that the INFJ has experienced some kind of bullying growing up, that people have come out and actively been, you know, putting the INFJ down when in reality they could have just let you, you know, do your own thing and just minded their business. INFJs then try to duck down, try to not live out everything that they are because they didn't want to be the target of these attacks. And this really goes into, you know, adulthood. Like we've experienced this over and over again. And so the question is first off, why don't people just leave you alone? What is the problem? Why do people feel so heavily invested in us being different and always seem to have an opinion about it. We're going to talk about that today and how we can use that knowledge to our benefit. Before we get started though, remember if you haven't done this so far to download the poster on the five pillars to an INFJ epic life. And if you wanna skyrocket your transformational journey, then get the INFJ epic life audio guide. All the information you find in the links in the description. We as INFJs have this unique trait of experiencing emotions just because we're creating a story. We can create that story within our head, but if we have the ability to share it to the outside, it gives us even more joy. If we can share it with the world, if we can share it with others, or if we can just be open about it. For the longest time, we have been taught to keep that part hidden. It's really something that we just have to accept. It doesn't mean that we cannot fight to change it. It doesn't mean that you have to stick with it for the rest of your life. But fact is that currently, most INFJs have experienced this in their lives. The other thing that has to be mentioned is the fact that we are so aware of other people's emotions and we also want to create harmony. So you're in this double sword kind of problem because on the one hand, the thing that makes you most happy aggravates so many people. You don't know why because you're not doing anything towards them. And second of all, on top of all of that, you're aware that people don't like you and that they think there's something weird with you and you feel like you're doing something wrong. You continuously ask the question, what have I done to these people? And this is really something that INFJs struggle with, like, you know, in particular, because I've experienced, you know, talking to other personality types like ISTJs, that when they have something that is, you know, completely different than what most people do, in their mind, this is still the best thing to do. Like, all the others are wrong, I'm right, you know, how can people do these things, you know, things that are completely normal, and they do their own thing and don't even care about it. So we have a double problem here. But in order to get to the root of this, we still have to answer the question, why are people picking on us? What is the big deal? And the point is this, most people have a different set of rules for their life. There are certain things that they feel like they're not allowed to do. 
And those things are going against the rules, going against the rules of what is considered normal, of what is considered, you know, being part of society, all these other things. And when they see somebody who lives out their true nature, of course it aggravates them because it triggers something in people. Like you've heard this, what other people think of you is none of your business. And that's completely true because it has absolutely nothing to do with you but you are living out something that other people on a subconscious level would want to live out, but can't. So what is the solution? You just go up to them and say, oh, you're just jealous. You wish you could be like me. No, people are never going to admit that because in the end it's a subconscious thing and it's an ego thing. People will do absolutely everything in their power to protect their ego. They will not understand where you're coming from. They will not see it from your perspective and they surely won't admit it. And it doesn't matter how great that person is, what their you know understanding of you is, all of those things don't matter. If they get to a place where if you live out who you really are bothers them, they will find a way to dislike that and to show it to you in some kind of way. We've all experienced this actually way more, you know, obviously as kids. And I still have people in my life who've done stuff like this when I was a kid and now we're actually friends because, you know, with time people recognize, oh, okay, I was getting those things out of my system and it wasn't about you. You didn't do anything wrong. And you know, now we're all adults and I understand where they came from. I've forgiven them. They have come to their senses. All is great. But that doesn't mean that we don't experience these things as adults. We just experience them on a different level. We experience that when we dare to go out into the world and do something that other people don't dare to do. We experience those things when we make decisions that are not based on what society tells you to do. And we all underestimate how many of those rules that we live by, all of us, not just INFJs, are really set in stone, although they're unwritten, right? It might be something like, oh, okay, you only have three things in your fridge. Or for example, you spend really a small amount of time with other people. All of those things are rather unusual. But most of the things that really make people, you know, get uncomfortable are very deep conversations are asking things that go in a very vulnerable direction. It might be that you share your deepest thoughts as in I post a poem that I wrote or I start talking about my ideas and my understandings about some social reform that's going on, but in such a way that seems mystical or seems, you know, far-fetched. Those are things that go through so many INFJ's minds but we've been conditioned all our life that these things will cause us problems. And it has become like this to such an extent that we have conditioned ourselves. So most of the time when we not dare to do something that is in our soul, that could actually make us feel more alive. That is definitely part of, you know, living that INFJ epic life and living out your vocation. We hesitate because of the judgments that we feel people will have. And it's not necessarily that you think, oh, I'm going to say something and then, you know, the world is going to hate me. It really is that you have internalized it in a way of whatever I think is just wrong. And if I say it out loud, I will get some kind of judgment. And you might think that's not the case, but then really ask yourself, would you dare 
to post those things that you have in your mind? Would you dare to create a video? Would you dare to write a book and publish it? Would you dare say it in front of your colleagues? And then you recognize, oh, okay, there is still something there. There is this fear of judgment. And it's not because we don't dare to beat to our own drum, but there's still this feeling of, you know, this is going to hurt me. This is going to cause me getting abandoned. And those things are based on things that we've experienced from early childhood on. So I really beg of you, don't judge yourself for this, right? Don't think this is not how it's supposed to be. I should be completely confident in all of these things. Because once you recognize, okay, people have reacted like this, very obviously to my face, the younger we have all been, right? Because then, you know, at that point, people don't even try to hide it in any kind of way, right? Kids just say things out bluntly. And if you do something that, you know, others don't dare to do that seem out of the norm, people will go out of their way to make you feel bad about it because they cannot do this for themselves. You're like a mirror to everything they're not allowed to do. If you were just doing your thing and minding your own business and people didn't care, they would leave you alone. And very often you experience that when you get older, but you also experience it in a, you know, a little bit more subtle way from other people. So the main thing is you stop looking at why people are doing this. You really stop asking yourself, why am I deserving this? You stop asking yourself questions like, I've done everything in my power to be nice to that person. Why are they not allowing me to be myself? Those are questions that can crush your soul. And the reason why we're asking these questions is because we still want other people to give us feedback that we have good intentions, that we are good people, that we're just part of the group. But that reaction is just impossible to get from people whose ego is at risk. And that is just something that you have to accept. Once you accept this, a lot of pain goes away because this nagging question of what could I have done better? How could I have reacted nicer? How could I have been kinder? How could I have made them understand a little bit better what I was intending? All of those things just don't matter anymore. You're not looking for a fault in yourself. You understand that this is just a fact of life and things that you've understood, they won't hurt you because you're not wasting your time trying to convince others that there's nothing wrong with you. You already know nothing is wrong with you and you go out and you share who you are and then you connect with people who actually appreciate you for being yourself. And that's a completely different thing. And you will see once you start living this way, people will actually leave you alone way more because in order for this dynamic to work where people are continuously coming your way and you know, having some kind of opinion or making you feel bad, there's always you know, a reaction necessary. We, for the longest time, have tried to duck, right? We've tried to put our head down and just say, you know, I'm not going to be over the top or if I'm over the top in my way of living and being different and being esoteric or whatever it may be, I'm doing it far away. I'm hiding it so they couldn't even see that. So I wouldn't even bother them. And acting this way makes people even go more into confrontation, into being triggered because it just shows you, oh, on some level you think what you're doing is wrong 
And that gives people the permission to say that to you as well or show it to you in any kind of way. But if you really live it out in a way of, dude, I don't even care. Like, I'm not even looking at you. Like, that's who I am. That's my world. I'm living in this world. That's my universe. What you do doesn't affect me. I'm not going to change a bit. I don't feel guilty about it. I don't feel like I have to defend it. I just am. Guess what? People will see that there's no interaction that can be gained from them attacking you in any kind of way. Particularly when you don't have a reaction, you don't duck, you don't see it, you're just oblivious to it. See, I'm not here to tell you that if you act this way, people won't have an opinion on you. They will, they will, but you just won't care. You won't see it, you won't recognize it. And people who come for you and see that there's no reaction there, they recognize that there's nothing to be gained. Their ego isn't going to feel better, they don't have any kind of feedback that, yes, you do feel bad about being different. You just live life by your own rules. And if that makes people uncomfortable or not, it's just none of your business. So how do we get the strength to do that? How do we get to a point where we dare to make those steps happen? And I always say we have to challenge ourselves to such an extent where we get ourselves out of our comfort zone, but it doesn't overwhelm us. So that's why I'm always saying, you know, gather as much energy as you possibly can. That's actually the first pillar of the five pillars to an INFJ epic life because it's going to take more energy to create a new path for you. And then start making choices in your life when it comes to your relationship, when it comes to your wealth, when it comes to your vocation, when it comes to who you really are, that just reinforce that from now on, you're a person who chooses your authentic self. And for example, let's say you would have a message on a particular topic and you would want to express it, let's say in a, you know, Instagram post or on YouTube or say it to your colleagues, but you know, let's just take an Instagram post just as an example. The point is to say, how far can I go in a way that would challenge me, that would get me out of my comfort zone in a way where I would have to face my fears of judgment and abandonment and like those deeper rooted things you know, being visible and all of that, but they don't overwhelm me. Maybe posting all of that with a picture of you would just like, you know, overwhelm you to the fullest. But having like a new account that is not under your name, that doesn't show your picture, where you share that message still makes you uncomfortable, but you can handle it. You are okay with that. It like just gets you out of your comfort zone. It forces you to feel some kind of uncomfortable emotion, but it gives you the chance to go through it and heal it because that's the point. It's not about saying something that people will have a great reaction to. No, it's not going to happen anyway. The point is that you do something that allows you to trigger yourself at a level that you can take on so you can feel it, you can heal it, and then you can take it to the next level. The more you overcome those fears, the more your life turns naturally into the life that you want. Because imagine it like this, you have put yourself in this like little bud of a flower. If you allow yourself to heal more and more, you automatically give yourself room to be bigger and to be bigger on your own terms. So without you even trying, you're going to make choices on a daily basis that catapult your life to a new level. 
but it's not going to happen if you are running away from that pain, if you're running away from this uncomfortable feeling. If sitting with the pain is not the way for you to do it, try EFT, try tapping. There's so many ways, but we have to confront those inner feelings, get over them step by step. Don't overwhelm yourself, of course. Remember, it's more about who you become than you know achieving something, and you'll see the whole thing unfold in your favor. Remember, if you want some more guidelines like where to push and how to expand that life of yours, then get the five pillars to an INFJ Epic Life free poster. And if you wanna take it to the next level, then definitely get the INFJ Epic Life audio guide. If you wanna watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video why the INFJ seems so intimidating to people.